Jesus Christ. Hello? Is this thing on? It's me, your favorite college kid, Joanna. And today I think we're going to talk about something a little lighter. Um, Because, whew, uh, last week was kind of deep. It was really... I guess like a pilot to see if anybody would listen and you know people did which is awesome thank you so much if you've streamed episode one um it's a huge accomplishment for me to even be that uh, blunt and raw with my experiences and it's kind of incredible to hear feedback from people and you know people telling me thank you for doing this um this is something that I've been wanting to do for almost a year um and I finally have the amazing support system that I do to actually do this and so I just want to thank all of you who listen and who take the time to listen to this um sometimes it's not easy to just sit down or do anything for 45 minutes um if you hear that moving in the background no it's not demons or ghosts uh it's my cat clawing my blinds because Cats are the best. <laughs> Alright, so today I think we're going to talk about what the fuck I have to do this week. Um, we're also going to talk about probably another quote from that Dear Sugar book because I'm in love with it. And we're also going to be talking about probably one of the biggest moves of my life thus far. Which is getting a dog. Alright. Like I said, thank you again for tuning in, and we're going to get into it. So, today we are going to be talking about my sweet puppy. Now, this dog is a ball of fire. And uh, on the Instagram and the Facebook that I've created for the podcast, I will be posting pictures of her and really any other topics that I talk about today. Um... So, if you don't follow those already, go check out the Instagram. It's girl.outsidethebox.podcast. And the Facebook is just Girl Outside the Box Podcast. And they will have the logo like you see on Spotify. So, go check those out. Um, go comment on something. Go write me something. You know, go, go have fun with it. Uh, go see it. Go check it out. Uh, tell all your friends. Let's see what we can do with this. So... Back in December, I was going through a really rough time. Um, I'd just broken up with this dude who I thought I was going to marry. And I know what you're saying. Marry your fucking child. And you would be right. But I don't know why. <laughs> I thought I was ready for that. But in my head, I was. Um, and I was just really upset. The way it happened um, was super hard. Um, for context... This guy was a Marine, and before you say anything about Marines, and Camp Lejeune-specific Marines in Jacksonville, North Carolina, my father was a Marine. Old Joe was a Marine. So before you come at me sideways about even trampling into the gates of MCAS New River, my father was a Marine. So I thought it was cool. Okay? Anyway. He blindsided me. And I was supposed to go visit his family for Christmas and roughly 28 hours before my trip, uh, we got in an argument and he just said, I don't think, I don't think you should go. 
just another key point. Um, I was supposed to be going to Oregon all the way from North Carolina, $400, $500 plane ticket, you know, that the money's not important. Um, but it was a complete blindside. Um, this guy who I was in love with, who I thought was the pinnacle of men, you know, was a gentleman, was so amazing, so sweet, um, literally let us break up and then ghosted me. Um, didn't respond to any of my calls or my text, trying to figure out everything. Um, really just kind of blindsided me after I told him he needed to give me an explanation or we were done. And he told me, well, I guess we're done. So there's that. It was really bad. Um, I was crying all the time, which I cry a lot anyway, but that's beside the point. I was not eating. And for anybody who knows me, I eat all the time. I eat it every like 12 minutes, it feels like. So, I mean, I'm somebody who can put down some food and I couldn't even put down a granola bar. Um, I would just throw it up. I was just deeply depressed. Um, I was really upset and it was, it really felt like everything was just taking forever to move. Like the days felt like years and the weeks felt like millenniums. Like it just, it just felt really bad. Um, now there was roughly two weeks, two and a half, three weeks, I would say between my now canceled trip to Oregon and me moving into my first college apartment that I'd got because I was scared of getting kicked out of the dorms for a second time due to COVID-19. So I opted to get an apartment and so I was packing up the day before. This was January 7th, 2021. Packing up my car, my little 2019 Hyundai Elantra, packing it to the brim, packing up my room while my adopted parents were out for the day. And all of a sudden, now I guess I should set the scene a little more. Uh, I live in the country. My my parents live in the country. My adopted parents. Um, so all around us is just trees and fields. Okay, like the next house is like tenth of a mile down the road. You know, you can see the houses, but I mean they're not really that close. It's just fields and trees. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of my backyard, this little dog runs up to my porch, and I'm sitting here like, what the hell? Like, where's this dog from? Dog has cuts all over it. No, no, like, visible, like, blood or anything like that. Like, dog wasn't hurt or anything. Um, but you could tell that she'd been through some shit. And I was, I, like, called my adopted mom and I was like, do you know of anybody missing a dog? It's like, there's a dog on our back porch and it won't go away. She ran everywhere with me. Um, I had to go to the dump to throw stuff away. She sat in my car. It <laughs> went with me to the dump. She didn't have a leash on her. Um, she didn't have a collar, nothing identifying her to anybody. Um, so I posted it on my Facebook. Oh, she came in the room. She knew I was talking about her. <laughs> Hi, Luna. Hi, sweetie. Hey. Anyway, um, she sat on my porch and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna get food and water for her. My adopted mom was like, well, try to see if you can put her on your Facebook and find her owner. I was like, all right, cool. So hours go by. I'm not hearing anything. I'm so loading my car up. She's not really eating the food. You know, she wasn't like a scavenger. You know, she wasn't just trying to eat food and dip out. I just kind of like was sitting next to her talking to her. And I'd called my, my stepmom, Evie. And I was talking to her. I was like, look at this dog. And she was like, that's your dog, Joe. Like, that dog has clung to you. Because she just, she was sitting in my lap and just wouldn't leave. She wasn't aggressive with me. All she was doing was giving me kisses. And she's being the sweetest girl ever. And I was call, I was talking to my friend Hannah. Um, talking about moving to Greenville the next day. And, uh setting up plans to have dinner with her and 
she's just like, Joe, that's your dog. Like, that dog is not leaving your side. Like, anytime I get out of my car, she would throw herself over my seats. Wherever she was, she would get out and be next to me. And I just remember, like, I'm not a really religious person. Um, I just remember something just compelling me to keep her. Something was telling me, like, this is your dog. You need this dog. And I am one to try to calculate my risk and try to move from there and move forward and uh, be really, be responsible, especially since I was about to move into an apartment two hours away from home. You know, if anything were to happen to this dog or if this was somebody's animal, I would be two hours away. And I called my adopted mom back and I said, I'm keeping her. And she was like, you're doing what, Joanna? You do not need a fucking dog. Like, you're about to go to college. You're like, you're about to go live your best life. I was newly single, about to go to a new area. She was like, you need to go live your life. And I was like, yeah, I bet I need this dog. I need this dog to do it with me. And she's like, Joanna, you don't have anything for a dog. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but that's beside the point. (laughs) I was like, fuck it. I will get the dog and get the stuff for the dog along the way. And she said, well, if you can do that. So I called my apartment complex and I was like, hey, I want to bring a dog. (laughs) What do I do for that? And they were like, well, you need proof of vaccinations you need proof that that's your dog you need x y and z and i said well hot damn i'll go get that for you so i called about 12 different vets that day all around the area all around the burgall wallace chickapin hampstead topsail area wilmington everywhere anywhere that i could find a vet granted this was like thursday afternoon probably about like two or three o'clock at this point and i finally get with one And she goes, can you be here in 30 minutes? The drive's roughly 45 for me. And I was like, well, ma'am, I can try. I was like, it's roughly a 45 minute drive. She's like, okay, well, if you can't do it, that's okay. Just call me and I will try to stall. Now, whoever this woman was, a fucking goat. Like, bless her heart. Because I never got in that car so fast. Um, I ran in my house tried to find a collar from one of our dogs that I could like kind of put on her because she, like I said she had nothing she had no collar no leash no nothing and I like took her to the vet and the collar was way too big so she kept slipping out and she would not get out of the car unless I was holding her um I have the sweetest picture of her just laying in my car on a towel um she's so dirty and she was just the cutest thing ever she's so small and the vet looked at me And all the vet techs were talking to me and they were laughing with me. And they're like, how'd you find this little one? And I told them. And I was like, I just want to make sure that she's not microchipped. Because if she's microchipped, I want to find her owner. All this kind of stuff. Um, And they were looking at me and they were like, well, do you know how she got all these cuts? Like, tell me how you found this dog. And I told her what happened. And um, the vet genuinely didn't believe me. Um, The vet techs were all like, oh my god, that's, that's so funny. Like, you know, you're in the country and you found this dog. But the vet was like... Why would you bring this dog in if you knew this dog had been injured? You don't know its owner. Why Why would you bring this dog in? Um, are you sure this isn't your dog that you, maybe you injured or maybe was injured on your property? And I was like, ma'am, I just found this dog four hours ago. This isn't my dog. I was like, I just want to make sure this dog is taken care of for its well-being. Um, she's like, what do you plan to do with this dog? And I was like, well, I plan to foster the dog until I find its owner or until she's mine. And she's like, well, the state of North Carolina, you need to turn her in to the animal control and they need to deal with her. You don't have any rights to her. And that lit me up more than a pack of matches. 
So I, I was like, okay, I'm going to go and talk to my mom. I stepped outside and I called my adopted mom. And I was telling everything and my adopted mom was like, no, you're not doing that. Because odds are, if they can't find their owner, they're either going to put her in a shelter or they're going to euthanize her. And I was not about to let this cute little dog be euthanized under my watch. So I played dumb to the vet and I was like, yes, ma'am, I'll do whatever I have to do. I went home. I kept everything posted. My adopted parents posted stuff, you know, trying to make sure this dog wasn't somebody's, you know, I want to make sure this dog got back to a rightful owner if there was one. And I went, I stopped at the tractor supply on my way back and I got her some wet food. I got her a sloth toy that she loved. Um, I got her a tiny blue collar and I got her some little things, little bowls. Um, just to get ready for the two hour ride tomorrow because she was coming with me until I found her owner. Um, I also had done some research and found out that in the state of North Carolina, you can foster a dog for 10 days. And after 10 days, if no rightful owner comes to claim, the dog can technically be yours and you can technically adopt the dog. So that was my plan. I had called my mom every day while I was in Greenville, made sure that there was no owners, you know, speaking up because they're pretty known in the community. So, you know, anybody who would have a missing dog, they'd find out. Well, I took this two hour trip with this little pup and... For the first three days, I didn't have a kennel for her. Um, I didn't know what size she'd need. So I went on Facebook Marketplace and just got the biggest kennel I found. Huge kennel. Um, so for about three days while I was in Greenville, I could just leave her in my room. You know, this dog had already been through enough. So this dog went everywhere with me. If I had to go to the grocery store, she went to the grocery store. If I had to go to the pet store, she had to go to the pet store. If I went to, where else did I go? If I went to Walmart, she went to Walmart. You know, this little dog went everywhere with me. Her seat was the passenger seat. She was my ride or die. She still is. And so when I finally got her a kennel, we had to learn the dreaded kennel. We had to learn how to do it together. Now, for those couple nights, she had been sleeping with me, eating, breathing, living with me. But now I had to go to work. I had to earn some money to buy her some toys. And Miss Luna didn't like that. Miss Luna was very upset mommy had to leave. Um, and some of you may be asking, or maybe not asking, but maybe thinking like, where the fuck did you get Luna from? Where? Where the hell did that name come from? Because before I took her to the vet, I didn't have a name for her. And when the vet tech asked me, okay, uh, Joanna, what's your animal's name? I just looked at her and I was like, she doesn't really have a name. She goes, well, can you just tell me something? And without a doubt, I said Luna. Now, at one time, I did think about naming a child this name. You know, I wanted a child. I just thought of like the, the Monsters, Inc. A child. Anyway, um, without a doubt, I said Luna. And in the moment, I didn't know why because I wanted to name a kid this and maybe because instinctively my mother instincts were kicking in and I was this is my child um but the more I thought about it the more I realized that her name has a farther back meaning or at least to me she does um a few years back whenever I lived with my biological mother uh one night some things had happened um an argument had happened between my stepfather my mother and I and my mother 
knocked me to the ground, proceeded to sit on my chest. Um, I have asthma, by the way. Proceeded to sit on my chest. She just went ham. Um, hitting me, pulling my hair, hitting my head on the ground, just everything because I had pissed her off. Um, because I made a comment about them picking me up from somebody's house while they were driving drunk. I just said, like, I didn't feel comfortable, I didn't feel safe. And my mom took that as a personal threat. Um, so I walked roughly about seven miles. No phone. I live in the country. It's only like three street lights every mile. I walked roughly seven to ten miles by myself. At the light of night, it was probably like midnight, 2 a.m. And the only thing protecting me was the moon. Um, so, it, as weird as that sounds, anytime I'm outside at night, I kind of just feel closer to the moon because that night the moon protected me. The moon was my light and made sure I got to my destination safe. Um, fast forward a few years, I was in a play in high school um, that... A bunch of us had written uh, my theater director a bunch of the other seniors in the class that I was in everybody we wrote this show and one of the characters was a moon character and there was a line that talked about well you can call me all sorts of different things Luna Mond the moon and I've always loved the name Luna and I you know I think part of me instinctly just knew that she was gonna be my protector and so I named her Luna. My little sunshine. My little light to keep me safe. Well, as long as I had her. Um, and she is. She kept me safe. Anytime I felt unsafe in my apartment. You know, granted, this little four-month-old puppy <laughs> um, loved to get rowdy. She still gets the zoomies, as we call them. Um. My boyfriend and I have an L-shaped couch, and she runs that thing like a track. <laughs> She'll make rounds and circles. Um, she is an energetic pup for sure. Um, she's roughly 10, 11 months old now, so you'd think she'd grow out of it, but she's still in her puppy phase, and we love it very much. Um, Luna is the sweetest. All of my friends love her. Um... I really think my friends love her more than they love me sometimes. Um, I get calls all the time and texts all the time from my friends like, how's Luna? Does Luna need anything? Can I come see Luna? And it's like, yeah, are you going to come see me too? Or are you just going to stop by and tell Luna, hey, and then you're just going to leave? Because, I mean, that's cool if you want to do that. That's, that's rad. But, you know, at least, like, text first. I'll give you guys some privacy if that's what you want. Like, <laughs> So, Miss Luna Girl has been my sidekick she has been my main squeeze she's been with me when I was still suffering from my breakup um she's been with me when times were hard when um I had an encounter where I thought I was being stalked um still don't know if I was or wasn't but it felt really real, real to me if it if I hadn't been I don't fucking know it um and I was really scared <laughs> And Luna was there. Luna, anytime I was crying, <laughs> Luna does this thing. And, I, you know, I know all dogs do it, but my dog's special, so my dog's the coolest. Um, she just is, She'll just instinctively just sit on my hands so I can't cry into them. And she would, like, she does this thing where she loves to lay on her back and kind of, like, flail around like a fish. 
and she would do it so that way <laughs> she'd hit me in the head or something so I'd stop crying and I'd start laughing that little girl is everything now is she upset me yes I mean as every child does to their parent <laughs> um she's eaten two pairs of crocs um two airpods an airpod case an air an airpod case cover um luna's had her fair share of toys and treats <laughs> um but i feel like luna and i were meant for each other as odd as that may sound she was what i needed during that time she was my saving grace um due to these the extent of what was going on in my life i wasn't eating I was by myself. Um, I didn't really talk to my roommates. I didn't know them before moving in, so I didn't really talk to them once I moved in. Um, school was still online, so the majority of my friends, all of my drumline friends, weren't in Greenville. They Greenville. They were back home in their respective areas. And so, I was really by myself. I was trying to be happy and to forget about everything, but I was still struggling to eat. Um, and honestly, if it wasn't for this dog, I don't know where I'd be. And you know, that is dramatic. Um, and I say that because I was in such a low part of my life, or at least it felt low. I was away from my family. I was away from my friends. You know, I was away from my parents. That all I had was this little dog who needed me to take care of her. I had given her a home. I had given her toys and treats and stuff that maybe she'd never known. And so in order to take care of this dog, I had to take care of myself, which meant I had to start eating. I had to start getting out of bed. I had to start taking showers. I had to start taking care of myself and keeping myself fit to be able to take care of this dog. And I know you're right, everybody thinking like, what the fuck is just a dog? But she was so much more to me. She was a new start for me. She was, and still is, a lot of motivation for me. Because I'm always like, oh, well, if, I can't go, if my dog can't be there, I'm not going. If somebody can't watch my dog, I'm not going. You know, we're two peas in a pot. That's my girl. And so, Luna has been the culprit of a lot of things, a lot of other stories, and I will get into it other times. But, you know, you heard my origin story, so I, I felt like it was time for Luna to have an origin story. Luna deserves everything. She's the coolest pup in the world. Now, does she try and nibble on you? Yes, but that's her showing her affection. Um, does she do this really weird thing where she tries to lick your feet? Yeah, we're working on that. Um, <laughs> it's not something I'm really cool with, but, you know, whatever. So, now I want to flip to my Dear Sugar pages. Let me find my book. Alright, and today we're going to be reading... Let me find one that I like. Let me find one that maybe fits the setting. Fits the sitch. Alright. So, context of this is... This is still the same, like, response Sugar gave in response to the uh, story we talked about last week with the woman feeling that she was already burnt out as a young writer and Sugar basically saying the only way she knew she had to write was after her mother dying and she knew that she just had this story within her. 
So now we're going to talk about my new segment as I want to name it. It's going to be quotes that make me think. Wow, super rad. All right, so let's get into this one. So Sugar says, do you know what that is, sweet pea? To be humble? The word comes from the Latin word humilis and humus. To be down low, to be up the earth, to be on the ground. That's where I went when I wrote the last word of my first book. Straight into the cold, cold, cool, cool tire, onto the cool tile floor to weep. I sobbed and wailed and I laughed through my tears. I didn't get up for half an hour. I was too happy, too grateful to stand. I had just turned 35 a few weeks before. I was two months pregnant with my first child, and I didn't know if people would think my book was good, bad, horrible, or beautiful, and I didn't care. I only knew I no longer had two hearts beating in my chest. I'd pulled one out with my bare hands. I'd suffered, and I'd given it everything I had. Woohoo! Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call hard work and dedication. And that's kind of how I felt um, once I released that first episode of the podcast. Um, I had received a few people messaging me and telling me that they loved it um, and that they were, that they, that they liked it. And I cried (laughs) Um, because I've always felt like I've had stories to tell. And I finally told part of a story that's been really important to me. And it was taken with with such amazement. And I haven't received a bad thing yet. And, you know, maybe I will. Um, But I'm so fucking proud of myself for doing this. For sitting down. Spilling my guts. And just... Being open. You know, I have no control over who listens to this. So, I mean, my fucking high school bully could go listen to this. And they could hear every raw and cutthroat thing about me. And I can't control that. Now, do I care? No. And that's the beauty of this. I'm telling my other story. So, hopefully, there's people out there that'll do the same. I am... A person who deserves happiness and I'm creating my own and life is beautiful Sophie El Bell or whatever that freaking Dior commercial is all right now we're gonna get away from the sappy shit we're gonna talk about what the fuck am I doing this week everybody now what the fuck am I doing this week you may ask Actually, I'll pull up. I'll pull up my. I'll pull up my schedule. Right, hold on. Let's switch this over here. Um. All right, everybody. What the fuck do I have to do this week? Yay. So, you know, last week we talked about getting your fucking dress. Because it's your money. And you need to do what you need. And you need to do what you want. So, 
I've already heard of a few people who have acknowledged that comment. And I would just say that I didn't expect that comment that I made in the podcast to resonate with so many people, and I'm so glad it did. So, if you feel that that resonated with you, if you wouldn't mind, uh, on that Facebook or that Instagram, go comment under the first post where I talk about, um, episode one being posted, and tell me what was your address. Was it those new AirPods that you couldn't justify buying until now? Was it a new book, a new hardcover book that you couldn't justify because you had just bought one the week before? I want to know what you guys bought. I want to know what you guys treated yourselves to last week. Because we all should. My stepmom told me because I'm not very good with my money. I'm learning. And I always felt bad for treating myself. Um, because as my adopted mom used to tell me, I feel like every time you go to the store, you treat yourself. And yeah, she's right. Um, <laughs> um, uh, my stepmom used to tell me, well, it's okay to treat yourself once a week. If it's getting a coffee and a cake pop once a week, do it. Whatever's going to make the days go by. And you can feasibly do, do it. So, I would just like to know what everybody did. While I'm waiting on my stuff to pull up because Outlook sucks. Okay. Well, my computer's not loading, so I guess we'll go to my phone. Hee <laughs> Technology. Okay. So, this week... I am working six days straight <laughs> um, because I, I hate myself, apparently. Um, I am working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday. Um, I don't work Saturday or Sunday this week. Or wait, I do work Saturday. That was a damn lie. <laughs> uh, I do work Saturday. Um... And then Saturday night, uh, we are packing up, my boyfriend and I, we are packing up our house. Or, I shouldn't say our house, uh, even though we are moving. We are packing up to go spend some time with our families. Um, I get to drive home for the first time in a month or two. Uh, My sister just recently had a baby. on, uh, So I'm going to drive home. Um, I'm going to go see my adopted family. Uh, my adopted parents, and I'm going to go see my sister and go see her baby. Um, I'm going to go spend time with my nephew, play in the pool with my siblings. Um, hopefully this will be out before then. If not, you guys already knew it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when this gets out. We'll see when <laughs> We'll see when Austin will have time to edit this for me because he's amazing. Um, and then the... And then after we spent some time with my family, we were actually going to go to Emerald Isle for a few days because Austin's family has a beach house, uh, his grandfather, and every month his parents and his family get a week out there. Um, And so I was invited, and so this will be the first time we're taking Luna to the beach, which will be really cool. Um, Luna loves sand. Luna digs in it. Um, She is like a mole. She loves sand. Um, And my, my old apartment complex, there used to be a volleyball court. It was a sand volleyball court. And any time I walked her over there, she would, like, pull me. You know, it was like that scene in any stereotypical movie with, like, the dogs dragging the dog walker. Yeah, that was Luna. Um, and she just loves the sand. She loves sand. 
So I'm going to be excited to take her to go play in the sand. Um, now, last time we checked, <laughs> she's pretty terrified of water. Uh, we took her canoeing. Not canoeing. We took her yakking. We took her kayaking. I don't know why I keep calling her a canoe. Um, I've been doing that forever, it feels like. Um, now my outlook wants to load, everybody. Jesus Christ. Um, we don't need it anymore. Um, move over. Okay. So, uh, I will always, I will also have to post a picture of Luna going kayaking so you can see her. She looks terrified and I love it. Um, I have a horrific sunburn in it, um, which is kind of funny. Um, but I'll have to post a couple of those pictures along with, um, I'll do like a timeline of Luna. I'll do the first picture I ever found of her, the first picture I ever took with her. Um, to where she is now and I'll also include a few other pictures um but yeah um we're really excited to go see Luna um her you know her buddy Bowie which is uh, Austin's parents dog um Bowie's gonna be there which Luna and Bowie are kind of twins in a sense um they are two peas in a pod they play kind of rough together um, but they are two peas in a pods when they are together. They hate when they're separated. Uh, yesterday while I was at work, Austin took Luna to go see his brother at his parents' house. And apparently he said that whenever he was trying to leave, he picked up his, Luna's leash. And Luna loves her leash. Like, anytime she sees her leash, she gets excited. But apparently she, like, put her ears down and ran away from Austin. <laughs> she was not ready to leave whenever Austin was ready. So that was kind of funny. Um... And also, Austin's sister, Audrey, um, she's bringing her dog, um, which they haven't really met, um, so we're going to have to do some, you know, monitoring, but we're really excited. Um, I really love getting Luna acquainted to new animals and new dogs. Um, Luna's still getting acquainted to our cats. Um, they're still really small compared to her, um, and so she, she loves to clean behind their ears and, like, clean them, you know, just to, like, take care of them, and they think that she's trying to eat them. And it's kind of, it's kind of precious. Um, but yeah, that's what the fuck I have to do this week. Um, please let me know what the fuck you guys have to do this week. Or I guess next week. This week? Next week? This week into next week. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, let me know. Uh, bye. <laughs> this is gonna be fun to edit. Um, let me know how you guys are feeling. Let me know if you guys want to hear anything about the podcast. Um, let me know if, what you guys want to hear. This is kind of like my outlet, but, you know, what's an artist without inspiration and muse, you know? So, give me some of that, because Luna can give me all the fuel I need, but I don't think this should become a What's New with Luna podcast. <laughs> Alright, everybody. Well, I am actually going to be stopping here today. So, I actually tried to record some earlier today to add on and kind of make this more than what I wanted for this episode, but my audio was lost, and so I'm actually just going to cut it here. Um, podcast is a tiny bit shorter than I typically want it, but it's okay. I'm definitely going to make sure that the next episode has everything I want, and we're just going to mess around with some audio tools to help us do that. So thanks guys. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for taking your time.
the time out of your day to just sit down or drive or, you know, do whatever you're doing whenever you listen to the podcast. And thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. It's, um, it's really kind of crazy to think that there are at least five people who listen. Um, so it's really cool. Um, yeah, next week, um, I'm definitely going to be talking some more about, uh, my first week as a, um, transit driver and talk more about my first two days on the road. I'm also going to be talking about my first semester as a college kid. Hard to think that that was almost a year ago that I started college. So we'll definitely be talking about a lot of that stuff. And I'll also be talking about um, some things that have happened over the week since I recorded our first bit and just kind of talking about boundaries. But we'll save that and all the nitty gritty for next week. But just wanted to remind everybody that I have a pod, I have a podcast Instagram and Facebook, so both of those are girl outside the box themed podcast or podcast, blah, 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 blah. girl outside the box themed pages. So we have the Instagram, which is girl dot outside the box dot podcast, and then we have the Facebook, which is girl outside the box podcast. And both of those have the purple, white, and blue logos like you can see on Spotify. So hopefully everybody can go check those out because those pages are going to have updates on when I'm posting stuff. They're going to have updates on when things, um, if I have more technical difficulties where I can't post right on time as this is already going out a few days later. It's also going to have pictures from today's show. Um, it is going to have some photos of Miss Luna, so you'll get to see my pretty pup in all of her glory. So, you definitely go check those out. And while you're there, the first post that I have on there is talking about episode one being published. And if anybody resonated with the buy your fucking dress from last week, go comment on there and tell me what you bought with your fucking money. I just want to know what everybody was thinking, or if anybody liked that as much as I did after I listened to it. But, once again, I just want to say thanks for listening, tuning in, or whatever you do. And just remember, it's your fucking money, it's your fucking life, and go do it. Alright everybody, have a great week. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Just a reminder, I'm not Jack in the Box, I'm just a girl outside the box. Hi everyone.